In this episode, we're going to talk about using testimonials and reviews to grow your business. One of the biggest downfalls of a small business is there are so many things that you can be doing at any one time that if you don't have a focused activity uh, or a, a, if you don't have a defined set of activities that you do, you can end up just doing a little bit of everything. And then that'll lead to, to you uh, being pretty diluted when it comes to uh, growing your business. So one of the um, one of the things that is really important to do is when you've done good work, and I assume that everyone that's listening to this is doing good work, and you have a customer that's uh, effusive about the work that you've done for them, you want to ask them for a testimonial. So if they say something like, man, your, your crew was so easy to work with and you guys cleaned up after yourself and did such a great job, um, we just loved your work. You can say something like, hey, could I, could I write that down and send an email and get your kind of sign off on it? I'd love to put that on my website. Most people will be flattered. Um, they'll like the attention. Um, this is a great opportunity for you to um, deepen that connection with a customer. Um, when someone uh, expresses an emotion and you validate that emotion, it gives them uh, an emotional connection to you and your business. And they're more likely to refer and tell that same story to friends and family and, and colleagues and anybody that's looking for the kind of work that you do. So it's really important that if you, uh, you train your staff that interface with customers to be looking for those opportunities to capture a testimonial. The big mistake that a lot of people make with testimonials is a lot of times they'll ask people for a testimonial. And that works some of the times, but most people are, are very busy and they also are embarrassed about what to say on a testimonial. So they're very hesitant to, um, they're very hesitant to kind of put that down on paper. And so uh, what they end up doing is just kind of putting it off until they forget about it and then, uh, then you don't have a testimonial. Um, so the best thing to do would be to proactively uh, reach out to a customer and to ask them if you can um, send them a summary of what they've told you and get them to reply and say, yeah, that looks good, uh, or, or they can edit it however they feel comfortable. And then that's something that you can use on your website, you can use in your ads, you can um, use it in any collateral that you create. It's really a very valuable piece of validation for someone that is considering using your service and uh, they may want uh, just a little piece of validation to push them over the edge. The other area uh, that, that would, that's very helpful with a testimonial is um, getting reviews. And reviews are a little bit different than a testimonial because with a testimonial, you kind of own the, uh, the words that are there. With a review, if it's done on a, a review site like, say, Angie's List or Yelp or uh, Google, Google My Business um, or any of the other services that are out there, the problem with that is that Yelp, I, I, I don't know if anyone is familiar with Yelp and that some of the controversy that goes around with it, um, there's been plenty of stories where people, where Yelp has decided either not to show a positive review or they have 
taken deleted a review that someone left because they felt like it was not real. And when it comes to these review sites, um, they are a little bit like dictators. They get to choose the rules of the game and you're really kind of beholden to them and whatever they think is best for their customers. Their customers are the people that come to their website and um, um, make it so that the site is valuable for advertising. Uh, and if they don't get enough people coming to the site, then they won't get advertising dollars. So they need you because you're a business, but ultimately they feel like you need them more than they need you. And so they feel like they can do just about anything with those reviews. Now, this is obviously all anecdotal um, and, and there's been studies done on it. And, you know, do your own research when you're when you're deciding where you want to send a customer to, to uh leave a review. But ultimately, having reviews online can be very powerful. We live in a day and age where uh, the review of a stranger online could influence a major buying decision, something that used to be uh, only from friends and fam close family uh, that you would take a recommendation. Now you're taking a recommendation from complete strangers on the internet. So Yelp is one that's very positive or is, is very useful. Uh, it tends to be a little less useful for high-end uh, landscape design work, um, but it's still useful to have at least a few positive reviews on there. Um, the other one that is good, it would be House, and that's H-O-U-Z-Z. If you don't have a House profile, you should set one up uh, and, and get it completely filled out. Um, that's one where you'll get... Um, People looking for more for a high-end design, um, you know, some people may be dreaming of a high-end design on house, but it really does tend to attract a little bit higher um, quality customer. The other one, which is probably the, by and, by and large, the most important one is the Google My Business listing. And so if you go into Google and you type in your business name, on the right hand side you should see a listing for your business or sometimes there's like a little map in the middle with uh, three uh, business names under them. And here you'll find that um, people can leave reviews on there of your business. So this kind of operates like a modern day yellow pages. And what it allows people to do is, is um, figure out if you are a uh, a good business to work with just based on you know, a handful of reviews. What I recommend to my clients is that you get at least 10 reviews, 10 five-star reviews. Um, and once you have that, um, you know, more is, is might be better, uh, but really anything less than I'd say probably four or five uh, is not quite conclusive. And it also opens, uh, opens you up to a potential where if you got a negative review, then you would uh, your your average star rating would drop um, pretty significant, and you unfortunately you can't really control if people have an, ha, off leave a ne negative review because it, again it's it's one of those situations where Google has all the power and you you really have very little, uh, so it can help you uh, if you uh, get people to to leave positive reviews on on there, but it can hurt you if you're not a good business person or you're you're not very nice with your customers um, because people do feel validated to go on there and leave a, uh, an, 
an honest review is what they would call it. <laughs> so those are, that is the basics of reviews that it could go on and on about different reviews, but I feel like the big, the big review sites are Google My Business would be number one. For landscape design uh, build firms, I think Howls would be another positive one, Yelp, and then Angie's List would be probably last on that list. You can also get uh, reviews on your Facebook page. I haven't found those to be super effective, uh, but it is something that is there for you to use. Um, as far as testimonials go, that, that's really something that, that if you have someone responsible for doing that work, you can really make an impact on your business uh, by getting testimonials and then using them uh, inside of your website and on your ads and on any collateral you produce. So I'll leave it right there. Um, there's definitely more to be said about testimonials and reviews, um, but we'll save that for another episode. Um, thanks for listening, and um, if you have any questions, you can uh, visit our website at constantflowmarketing.com and uh, send us a message, and we'll be happy to help you.